It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, guys. Now we have saved one name for this uh, this topic here, which is, uh, is Sharon Moore going to be considered a better head coach running in his first full year as Wolverines head coach than Ryan Day is? Before we get to that, it is time for us to get to our Michigan panic meter. And for any of those Michigan fans, as a reminder, it's not whether Michigan is panicking. We're we're judging our <laughs> although, own panic. Although this might be the week to change to it and it. say, is Michigan now panicking because they lost Jim Harbaugh? That'd be okay. interesting. But the problem is, are, is the lightest level of panic maize or blue? And then is the heaviest level of panic maize or blue? I think the heaviest level of panic would have to be maize because that's more of like a bright, like panic uh-huh. color and it sort of incites anger inside you versus, <laughs> well, I mean, it's maize and blue. Who, who likes those color schemes anyway uh, versus the blue is more like, okay, it's subtle. It's, it's a little more cool. See, I was, I was thinking more like yellow is sunshine and it's bright and it's happy and, and, <laughs> and blue is dark and it's moody. And it's, so it's funny how we arrived at very opposite conclusions <laughs> there, but was the, uh, remember that, remember that thing a couple of years or not a couple of years ago, like almost, over a decade ago. Now the dress, was it blue or was it black? What, what, yeah. what color did you see? Uh, I don't remember. You know why? Uh, okay. Because it was five years ago and I can't <laughs> it was remember more than last that. Tuesday. Um, now, when we get to my Michigan panic meter, I am full gray. I have no panic. Jim Harbaugh is gone. You've got the team of the century. You've got the alleged $13 million team, according to Lane Kiffin. I mean, I don't have a care in the mother-loving world right now when it comes to Michigan. How about you, Spencer? Am I going to join Nick? I'm telling you, you damn dark, well better. If you're gray. still in any level of light gray, I will judge the shit out of you. I'm going to be in the dark gray. Let's go. Look at that. Finally. I I, I said on Tuesday, I promised. I said there was a couple things that would sway me into the the full dark gray. One of them was getting to the spring game and sort of getting a chance to see Will Howard in action with this this offense, with this team, 
Um, the other thing was if Jim Harbaugh leaves. And I added that at the end because it kind of hit me like, you know what, by the time we do the next show, this might be a thing, and I might have to actually just go into the full gray. So, yeah, I'm there. Even though that sounds like I'm celebrating Jim Harbaugh leaving, I know that you, you don't like that, um, I'm in the full gray. So that brings us to Sharon Moore. And I, I will get to the Sharon Moore versus Ryan Day because I want to make fun of that in a minute. Here's what I can tell you. I think Michigan did the obvious thing to maintain yeah. continuity True. going yep. from Jim Har- Harbaugh to Sharon Moore. And I think Sharon Moore has a chance. But I think the difference in the two programs is what could be the difference in a successful handoff from Harbaugh to Sharon Moore and from Urban to Ryan Day. I think they're still going to be really good under Sharon Moore because they're, you know, returning a lot of that defense. I think um, whoever ends up being the quarterback is going to be an interesting player. But remember, they're still replacing the head coach. uh, They're full-blown orgy in in Ann Arbor, as we all know. But you're going to be replacing a defensive coordinator. And more orgy. Eh, Nobody ever said no to more orgy, right? I've, every joke that I could make now is going to get me in trouble. So I just think, like, I think it's the right hire. I just would also say I don't think Michigan fans are looking at this and seeing the risk in it. And I do think there's a significant risk because as good as Michigan's been, they don't have the natural resources that Ohio State does. And I think that makes keeping it keeping it at this level well, – while handing a program off just a little bit tougher. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Well, first of all, let me be the first to say, um, Shro Moore kind of born on third base, no? I mean, he's he's taken over a program that just won a national championship. Uh, is it this sort of just history repeating itself, but now it's it's his turn? I, I think so. I got to say that to my buddy Jim Costa, who's uh who's a, a Michigan guy at 97, won the uh the ticket in Detroit. And oh my God, he didn't like it. It was so awesome. <laughs> well, now was, I'm glad I said it because now we're going to, oh man, we're going to get so many hateful comments now. Oh, oh this God. guy bringing up board on third base. Keep him in. Yeah. Keep him in. Shiro, I'm going I'm to say it loud and clear for you. Sharon Moore has officially been born on third base. And frankly, he was born on third base when he coached that game against Ohio State back in November. He, yeah. I mean, he, he was taking the reins of maybe the best Michigan team ever but if not at least everyone kept saying that jj mccarthy was the best michigan quarterback ever so i think there's a conversation there and the 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 first the the first team to win a national championship in over 30 years like the guy clearly was given a golden ticket and now he's going to get to keep that golden ticket for longer because they're they're segueing to him now as the head coach so yeah i think it's fair to say that he was born on third base just like i agreed that Ryan Day was born in third base, and Urban Meyer took the program over and looking back. So, Well, and I, just what I want to say real quick, it's a lot easier to come in as an interim head coach where you're not the guy making every decision every moment of the day than when you are the guy. And again, this doesn't mean Sharon can't do it. 
All right. What he did beating Ohio State as an interim head coach four games into his interim career, because remember, he was one of the three first games he was an interim. And then obviously the last three game suspension, he was the interim the full time. But it's just a lot different when you not to go full Hugh Jackson. When when you move your ass 18 inches to the left and now you're at the, the, the head of the table, it's a completely different thing. So. I think Michigan fans are taking for granted that Sharon's just going to step in. I I think it's going to be a really difficult transition. I think there's a lot of turnover at Michigan. Yeah. I think he can do it, but like I don't I'll I'll be interested to see how long the good graces of that national title last. Whether that, you know, I I'll, I'll be interested to see that reaction when he loses this November. To, to Ryan Day, I'll be interested in to see if you know what the reaction is if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, and then going into year two, like because it's not Harbaugh as the head coach. When you have a head coach that's won a national championship, your championship afterglow is two to three seasons after, unless they're just a complete jabroni like Ed Ogeron. <laughs> like Jim Harbaugh could have coasted another ten years off one championship yeah. at Michigan. When you're the guy who was his offensive coordinator, who had a part in it, but maybe you were still just a guy in the co- you know, cog in the machine, the patience isn't going to be anywhere near. And now the bar is win national championships and beat Ohio State. So anything yeah. that is under that bar, if you go back to winning 10 games a year, which was the previous standard under Jim Harbaugh and the high water mark with, uh, with like Rich Rod and I, I think Brady Hoke, okay, good luck. Like good luck because that you're going to go from the anointed one to why aren't you winning national championships inside three years? In my opinion, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's history repeating itself only reverse because Ryan Day was the same thing, right? Like he was taking over the program from Urban Meyer, who won a national championship and uh, was constantly beating Michigan and all these different things. And so that's why, to your point, Ohio State fans have treated the last three years like it's been a twenty year like losing streak to Michigan because they haven't been used to this and they've only seen wins against Michigan for quite some time. And it's, it's, you know, it, it's not as easy once you're the guy at the top calling all the shots. So I, I think you're hundred percent right. There will be some growing pains. I think for Sharon Moore. I don't think it's going to be so easy. You can give him credit. And I, I do want to give him some credit because I know like Zach Zinter, uh, the offensive lineman for Michigan who got hurt in the Ohio state game. He mentioned that, you know, it was an easy segue to, he called him, I think Papa Moore. And I, like clearly he has a nice rapport with some of the guys in that locker room. And it seems like the team wanted it that way. Um, I give him credit for building a really good offensive line consistently because that team's always had a good offensive line. It seems like the last three years that they've been in, in contention. And I think that he seems to at least have some relationships that are important. I also think too, to your point on sort of doing the sort of path of least resistance here, you're sort of late in the hiring cycle at this point. And I don't know if it made sense from because I don't know if it made sense for Michigan to like really shake things up and bring somebody else in here who's going to like change the culture uh, immensely for a team that just won a national championship. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of want to keep some of that in place and you kind of don't want to ruffle all the feathers. Um, Obviously, no matter what, there was going to be a 30 day window where you could transfer. That always happens when a coach leaves. But at least this way it sort of smooths things over where it's like less guys are probably more inept to leaving because they're like, well, it's still Sharon Moore. It's going to be a similar culture, all these different things. 
rather than a completely new coach comes in and he's like, we're doing this thing my way. If you don't want like, 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 uh, like, uh, Dion showing up and he's like, ah, I'm coming, I'm bringing my bags and they're Louie. Like it's, it's, it's different. So I can understand why they chose this route, but I think you're right. Like it's, it's not just going to be as cut and dry as people, especially Michigan fans might think it's going to be. Um, yeah. And I, I, so I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see. And listen, we can he can he can have credit for beating Ryan Day this year in that game specifically. But I also just think that team at that point was already accustomed to not having Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. Like it, it kind of proved that they were just they were. I don't want to say like completely bulletproof, but the fact that they go win national championship given all the adversity that they had, it was just a really good team. So and and Ryan Day had a team that was probably in a down cycle in terms of his offensive talent, not all of it, but especially a quarterback and offensive line. So he gets that back on track. Like I have no reason to believe that Ryan Day won't get back to beating Sharon Moore, that Sharon Moore is going to have to go through some of those groin pains too. I do want to see because that uh, transfer portal opens up. I am curious if any, uh, Wolverines players go in it that that had not previously gone in it. Uh, just even one or two guys would be interesting. But all this being said, I think there are a lot of Ohio State or the Michigan fans flexing. Well, we got Sharon Moore. Well, he just beat Ohio State. And I'll tell you this right now. Sharon Moore has to prove he's the better head coach than Ryan Day. And you don't do that as an interim coach. Interim coaches, it means nothing. Now becomes the time that he he sculpts us into the image of Sharon Moore, yeah. And so for there's a lot of Michigan fans, and rightfully so, they won the Natty. Like they're they're going to rest on their laurels, they're going to sit on their throne. Good luck with that, and see where it goes. We'll talk in a year's time. Well, yeah, and I I, and I again, I keep saying history repeating itself, but I think the Ohio State fans probably felt similarly when Ryan Day took over. There's probably some questions I think from Ohio State fans like, is this really the answer? But once you got that first recruiting class coming in and you barely missed a beat, it was like, oh, okay, got, he's going to keep it rolling. That's what we thought. Um, and obviously that first year he was on the job, he beat Michigan. So it was like, okay, cool. Um, but I, So I guess my question in all this, you mentioned it not really mattering when you're an interim, and I agree. Like There's a lot more pressures that come with it. There's a lot more things in your mind. There's a lot more things to deal with. It's, it's, it's different when you're the, the guy. How much credit does he get then for beating Ohio State? Because that's the, the, the other thing people are forgetting is like, they, they, they probably, I don't know if people think this, but it's not like Sharon Moore was just on his own coming up with the game plans. Like during yeah, that Jim suspension, Harbaugh was coaching Jim Harbaugh week, still yeah. coached the team. Like they knew what they were doing going in. Now he had to make critical decisions when that game got tight in certain spots. And yeah, he deserves some credit for that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, he schemed up the game and he knew everything that was going to happen. And, um, you know, he, he had all the answers. Like I, I, I can't give him credit for all that. Does anybody really think Sharon Moore didn't know what the right decisions were? Come on. Like those decisions were probably, I mean, there was probably a lot of prep about here's how I want the game to go. Here's how I think we have to win. So no, he didn't get any credit. He'll get credit when it's his team and he beats him. And if that happens in November, there might be a different coach across the sidelines, but if he loses, all the pressure is going to start real quick there. So uh, send in your responses. I just, I just want to know after he gets his first win, is he gonna? That's for you, that's for you, Jim. This I is miss for you. I this one's you, for man. me. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was so hard taking over. This one's for me. Um, oh, cry, baby, Sharon. Uh, that dude will whoop my ass. Well, I'm, oh, I'm oh, just wait. talking a little smart. We, we didn't even bring that up though. We didn't even like that. That's gonna haunt him now forever. Like you talk about pressures of like taking over this job. Everywhere he goes, like if he doesn't win, 
it's just going to be endless memes of him crying on social media and everyone's going to send them to him and spot. Oh my God. He's, he's right never going to live that down ever. He's never going to live it down. Game days in Columbus next year. I better see countless avatars of him crying. Yeah. Oh my God. That would just be beautiful. All uh-huh. right, guys, get on the show. At Nick Wilson says at Spencito underscore on the social medias. Continue to follow the show. If you don't follow the show, follow the show wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher doesn't exist anymore, but if it did, you could follow us there. Um, of course, Odyssey, the free Odyssey app, and of course, 923 the fans YouTube channel and 923thefan.com. We are sons of the shoe. We'll be back next week with the latest on this rivalry, the latest on Michigan moving on from Jim Harbaugh, the latest in Ohio State. Could we have another coach hiring? Could we have another name in the transfer portal? You'll have to find out. Until then, guys, peace. Go Bucks.